cool, and we're we're rolling. Uh, well, we're back. Well, I guess just to have a little intro, we're back here. We got Justin home from his first semester at college, which we're gonna get into, and a bunch of other things, I'm sure. But I really, I just want to jump right into that. Uh, first question that I, cause I was thinking, because for me this is kind of last minute, but what I've been trying to do lately is try to do be more in control of the questions on the spot rather than writing them down like I did last time or like I have for other times. So mm-hmm. it's kind of running with that. First question I thought of, what is something that stood out for you in your first semester at college? Uh, I think, well, what stood out the most was just the change in pace. Um, I think, well, it's, it's slower in some aspects and faster in some aspects. Hmm. Okay. Like, um, so it's a lot faster. Like the weeks go by a lot faster than in high school. Right. A lot, you're, already, like, you're already done. There's yeah, still like, like about a like, lot. you know, an extra week of school left. And, it, but I mean, also just like the day to day, like the, the day just finishes so fast. And how long were you going to class? Like, was it like a full, like a full day schedule or like uh, how, how was your schedule? Like it was pretty interesting because like my Monday, my Monday, Wednesday were like, pretty decently packed it was like a regular school day my uh my thursday was kind of the same my tuesday though i only had one class in Mm. the afternoon and my friday ended at noon it's like i would get a weekend and then I would have a day where, like, a regular day, and then my Tuesday would be like a relaxed day almost, mm-hmm. or like a day to do homework. Yeah. And then my Friday was like a half day off, so it's just it's really odd, but it was really cool too. Right. But, how 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 was it now experiencing time off during your day, like not having like it went back to back eight to four? Yeah, like, it was like a <laughs> standard co- high school schedule going to like now college. Now you have half a day. Now you have eh, I have one class. I have like the morning free. <laughs> How was that experience? Yeah, I know it was pretty interesting. I mean, like when when it first started, I would try to still like make the most of it, you know, because because mm-hmm. even my Monday Wednesday, I would have like an hour gap mm-hmm. between one of my classes, and I would just go back to well, there's this place called the Commons, which is like where you can just kind of chill and like study and stuff. And so I would go there and, and just kind of like try to get stuff done, but it's just hard. And and like, I just realized that it's really hard to get stuff done in that hour gap because it's like, it's enough time to relax, but it's not enough time to actually get stuff done. Right. And it's just, it was kind of annoying. Especially, I mean, cause I guess I'm kind of experiencing that now where you, you kind of, let's say, let's just say you jump into some homework. And then you get to a certain point, it's like, oh, you have to stop. But now your mind's actually working in that topic when you have to go to learn a new subject yeah. or go to a new, a new, uh, a different class. You yeah, know, no, not and, with and that. there's and there's been close calls where I uh, almost miss class because <laughs> okay. I, I'll get intense. I'll get very involved and then I'm like, oh crap, what's the time? And I'm like, oh, I got to leave like right now. And yeah. so I just yeah, figuring out how long it takes you to walk to each class and yeah. stuff like that. Very cool. Uh, what about uh, as far as uh, what questions have been have maybe been in your mind now going through this process and now coming back home uh anything like as i'm I'm, I'm, this is very general as far as like just new things that maybe have influenced you uh new things maybe you didn't think about uh anything dealing Uh, with that questions or or uh, maybe new things that you experienced that you're like oh wow this is something that stuck out that uh i don't know i have to think about that new experiences 
it's definitely it's different i don't know it like being exposed to a lot of different people i think mm. i guess how is that multiple cult like multicultural yeah you know, that, area. that's interesting um it's it's predominantly white mm-hmm. but um there there is a lot of di- diversity there and it's just re- it's really interesting like i don't know to see where everybody comes from because y- you well i've met a lot of asian people and, mm-hmm. and they come like from a family that's very strict on them and like yeah. and and same thing with kind of like Indian people and and like I I actually haven't seen that many Hispanics but um but I I kind of relate with them well because I, I'm kind of the same way but on myself right and and so like well I hadn't uh, uh, I had an Asian person on my team and and we were like very like connected like on that same wavelength of like working together and like getting stuff done fast. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was really interesting to kind of see that. And also just, well, like you hear the stories, like the horror stories about like, oh, a and such a conservative campus. It's a cult. And like, <laughs> <laughs> it is, it, I mean, I mean, it is, but it's not as bad as people like there's a lot like there's a lot of uh, liberals there, too. I mean, like, you know, you right. find everybody, but like w- i guess with the white population it's like it's not it's not bad you know like people are nice there and it's not we we've come across a few trump supporters <laughs> like hardcore but no nah, it's it's not that bad but okay has any of that politics politics gotten in the way of like your schooling and like stuff that you that you needed to accomplish not really i mean it's it's basically i mean it's pretty avoidable you yeah. you find your group and you kind of just stick with that yeah. and it's not that hard yeah that's that's part of the biggest thing that i, I did want to like kind of like i guess briefly touch even right now because um that's one thing that, I, that i'm seeing even now post college like me and eddie and you know brian these guys that you know our our class of of people it's a little low. um but you know bringing up politics but it's like is it getting in the way of your of what you need to do and like a lot and you're saying it right now where generally it's like you still have work to do you find you kind of find your 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 little click, I will call it yeah, click, yeah. that you fit in with, and you you have you have your stuff to do. You have your homework, you have your class, you have your tests, you know. And then like for you saying, you know, your days went by a little quicker than you know the pace yeah. was just faster generally, mm-hmm. which is I mean good. And that's all that's all the point of uh, that, or at least I guess in my opinion that should be the that should be the point of okay, you're here to do something. You're here to get your diploma. You're here to learn stuff, and then take it with you wherever you end up after college. But, you know, a, a lot of people, I feel, let it get in their way of yeah. what their actual mission is. Because then I, then, I, then I think it's like, well, if that's what you're thinking about, then are you going to try to go do something about it? Go salute, you know, find a solution, you know, yeah. get into, poly, you know, get into, you know, office. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how that stuff works. I, 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 I mean, Eddie knows this. I rarely talk about politics or I, or I <laughs> skim away from it because it's like, well, I mean, we're here, and even right now, we're recording this podcast. Like, what you know, what's yeah. getting in the way of doing this? Nothing. You know, exactly. this will be posted on Thursday, and everybody will hear, it and it's cool. Yeah, and we move on. Makes sense. Uh, uh, I was going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, there's a lot of religion on campus. Like, mm. um, there's a big presence of religion, and that kind of makes me. I don't want to say question, but like, I guess, kind of reevaluate how religious i actually am hmm. i guess okay yeah yeah that makes yeah that was, that's you what i'm gonna go with this yeah because here you can kind of get away with it a little bit you know like 
kind of slacking off a little bit on yeah. religion. Right. All right. Right. But over there, it's like hardcore. Like you, there's a lot of organizations there that like do Bible study every night and like do like always go to church together and like all that stuff and and i've been approached by them and i'm mm-hmm. just like eh, i don't know if that's for me right 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 you know? absolutely but then at the same time it's like you know like that kind of is <clears throat> uh, sorry right that kind of is like the like what what would be one of following. your foundation yeah right, exactly yeah, that would be my foundation and i and i don't go to church there mm-hmm. so i mean i don't know it just kind of made me think about that and how religious am I really? Yeah, yeah. You know? Make you, make a question. Okay, like this was part of my foundation. Where where do I sit now in this? Because I know uh, from my experience when I got when I moved to Corpus for college, I found a kind I mean, raised Catholic, so I found a Catholic church, and I did. And I and at some point, especially when I started gigging, you know, I was driving back on Sunday mornings. I wasn't on campus, but I, at least for my first only six months, maybe that I was there was when I was going to church. But that's interesting because that uh, I was wondering how how that culture, the religious culture, like maybe uh, tied into your experience there on campus. It's oh. funny because uh, I remember feeling. Do you feel like culture shocked, like a little bit with all that? I mean, a little bit. It 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 did shock me. I mean, like it's definitely something that to get used to. But it's like. Well, cause they, cause they have howdy week, right? The first, it's like the week before classes start and there's just a bunch of events going on and, and you can go and like see what the campus has to offer and stuff. And, and that's where a lot of organizations try to like, like get you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> okay. I mean, not yeah, like, right. No. But, yeah. I but mean, that, that, that's, they it, try to win you over. Yeah. They try yeah, to, yeah, they try yeah. to see where, you know, who, who's where and who believes in what. And yeah. And, yeah. And, and so that, that's really like was weird because like the first uh, like, well, the first few organizations that we came across were all like religious and like hardcore, like religious organizations. And, and we were just kind of like, well, I say we, it was me and my two friends from Robert Villa that I was with. Okay. Um, and so we, we were just like kind of shocked, I guess, at like how, how hardcore it was there, you know? Cause they were kind of, I mean, uh, I guess we could say hardcore. They're forward with, hey, yeah, yeah. you know, join us or maybe yeah. you know, they're they're instead of you being approachable, they're approaching you saying, hey, you should yeah. be in our you should be in our club or. And then, whatever. well, also in general, I wanted to talk about how organizations like in college are just so different from organizations in high school too. Okay, it's like go into that. Okay, because honestly, I was I wasn't in any organizations because I was doing my own thing, and we'll get into that later. But I want to hear your experience like, with that. Go like ahead. in high school, it's very, uh, it's very like this is our advisor, like the, the administrator or whatever, the teacher that's sponsoring it, like whatever they say is what we are going to do. And in college, you still have that, you know, you still have like a, an advisor in an organization, but they're very detached. Like it's basically like you guys are running this, like the officers are running this and like you guys get to do what you guys want to do. I'm just here to make it okay with the campus you know right make sure everything's legal (laughs) yeah exactly and and like well one of the well the one organization i joined this semester (laughs) okay actually has nothing to do with engineering which i find hilarious but it's interesting what you'll find in college yeah no it's well it's interesting to me so i figured i'd join Mm -hmm. it and um it's like it's called aggie guide dogs and service dogs and so basically they take in dogs and um train them as service dogs for a year and then right they, and then they re- move on to like the next phase of training and so we just train them like sit stay down stuff like that the basics the basic of, yeah, yeah. behave in, in the house it, ex- <laughs> behave in the household exactly yeah it's i mean it's not crazy 
um and just like we have a lot of like things going on all the time like there's a lot of uh opportunities to get involved with that like you have um there's campus trainings which are like everybody can go and like help like train the dogs and like you're basically training them to be okay with crowds and stuff and then they have general meetings which are just kind of well boring kind of but they're they're usually pretty interesting they you have like a lecture or something and then um well they also have like other fundraisers with like um with like restaurants and stuff like okay. if, if you go buy stuff it's like a profit share i think mm-hmm. that's what it's called and just like a bunch of other stuff like uh, i don't know socials uh i guess you'd call them yeah and um and so it's just really interesting to see like you have all of that going on and it's just a lot more than what i well, what i think would you would experience in a high school organization you know and it's just really interesting to see that and then Another organization that I've been looking into, but they require experience, which is why I haven't joined it yet, is the Sounding Rocketry team. And that team is freaking awesome. What is that? They basically spend a whole year building a rocket. And then at the end of the year, they go to a competition and launch it. And um, this past year, they got second place, I guess, for the second highest like rocket, I guess. Okay. Um, I'm not entirely sure how they grade it. Um and so this year they're looking to get first, but that's pretty, I mean, that's, that's pretty cool, man. That's yeah, the, no, it's, it's really that's, awesome. It's really cool. And I can imagine cause you, uh, engineer, what's the specific, uh, uh, right. Well, I'm a, I want to do mechanical, okay. But, mechanical engineering, that's, okay. but it is specific to what I want to do with mm-hmm. my career. Right. So. Yeah. We had talked about it last time, NASA and, and yeah. Mar- Mars and different things like that. Yeah. Definitely touched on that. I remember that. Yeah. So I'm really excited to do that. That's something Absolutely. I definitely want to. And that, that, that's just good for you. And that's hands-on stuff though. I, I think, yeah. I think, uh, people like, um, Simon Sinek and several, I, I even Gary V. they bring up how call, I think college focused right now a lot a lot of colleges and I, for me i i tied into the fact that they run it as a business so they're worried about you know monies and whatnot and some college i feel or they feel like that the the why and and the the morality of what the maybe the administrators want doesn't tie in with what students need now in the in the atmosphere that we're in now with technology and everything else that's growing yeah interesting and i just i was just looking up um the enrollment for for 2016 for a uh college station it was 66,425 which is crazy oh uh, yeah and it's only growing yeah it's only getting bigger so I'm, so and the reason why i'm thinking about that because you're saying like you know it's kind of crazy going from uh, or, uh organizations in high school to 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 college so imagine even a, even a class of a thousand if you had that you know going to a class of 66 you know thousand students around and i mean yeah the vast variety the variety of of organizations that you could choose from yeah that's that's very interesting so many uh they have msc open house at the beginning of the year which is basically like a chance for all the organizations to like show their stuff or whatever yeah and um and it's just like you can walk in and and whatever and it's it's all takes place in the msc which is like the student union okay and um and it's just packed it is super packed yeah super busy i we went there and we couldn't stay there for longer than half an hour like (laughs) it was it was really hectic but it was also really interesting because it's just like you see so many different clubs it's just crazy what was something that what was something else that got your attention that you didn't think 
would get your attention. Because you're talking about that, uh, that one of the clubs that you said that you you it's not it's not really your area, but it got your attention, so you joined anyways. Uh, you know, like the pets, like you know. Had, yeah, yeah. Well, they <laughs> it was easy because they had dogs, but <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like they had dogs there. Right. So. Oh, okay, okay. So they had dogs on on yeah. hand there to yeah to get you in. <laughs> yeah, that's how they that's how they get you. I mean, uh, like there there was also. Uh, an organization called SHIP, which I have not uh, looked that much into, but they're basically like a Hispanic society for engineers. Okay. But they're a little bit more professional. Like uh, they don't really have a lot of hands-on stuff going on, which was kind of what I was looking for yeah, this semester. Definitely. And Professional in what sense? Like they just kind of have more like um, – it's more of a place to get connections, like expand okay. your network. Okay, yeah. Like um, they, maybe future like job opportunities. Yeah, like, okay. like like they have different people from other or from engineering companies come and like talk, and then you can like meet them afterwards and talk right. to them and stuff, and just get contact with. Be them. Like, here's my resume. Yeah. <laughs> right on, right on. Uh, very cool. Oh, uh, there there's also uh, engineers without borders, which is like doctors without borders. Okay. But well, I've never heard of either one. So what is that? Okay. <laughs> well, well, doctors without borders is basically they, they're like doctors without borders. They, uh, so like no restrictions or like, what like, is, what like they, mean? uh, they, they go to, uh, different countries and they help like they, they help medically, I guess. Okay. With, okay. But they're, and so, so, so they go abroad to help. Yeah. They help others. It's okay. like, yeah. And then uh, Engineers Without Borders is an AGU organization that basically kind of does the same thing with engineering. So they're involved with, um, right now, I think Panama, uh, Nicaragua, and Costa Rica, I think. Um, and so they basically have their different projects going on there. Uh, one of them is like something with water. Man, I can't remember. It was like they're, they're trying to make the water more accessible. Okay. Because right now they have to like climb a mountain for it or something like that. Dude, yeah, that's kind of crazy. I mean, I've, I've I couldn't tell you the details, but I I know there's several podcasts that I've listened to through part more through Joe Rogan than anybody else. But talking about like students and well, actually there was one on Joe Rogan. I don't know who he was with, but uh, I think it was like Japanese students. They had to climb like I don't know how many feet up to go to school every single day. Wow. And there's like pictures that they pull up, and I, I I'd probably have to find this and put in the show notes, but. Um, yeah, dude, that's it's crazy what other people have to do yeah. to get basic resources every single day. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, and and it was just, um, uh, it it's really interesting to me. I just didn't have enough time to really get involved in it. Um, do you, I, would you probably look into it more next semester? Or? Yeah, probably. And and well, also because the uh, the only meeting that I could like make was the meeting for like. Um, I think it was Costa Rica, which was, which was the one that they were barely starting. So, okay. so like they were barely getting the, the, uh, permission to like do that. So there wasn't really a lot of stuff going on. And so there wasn't, wasn't really any purpose for me to be in, in that, you know? Right. So I didn't really have a, a need this semester, but I'm pretty sure this coming one will be a good time to join. Oh yeah. What was a, what was a class? What was your favorite class? Um, engineering by far. So is it, is it just general engineering class? That you yeah. Have to take? Yeah. So, uh, the way it works is like everybody's in general engineering the first year. Okay. And, um, so they put you in engineering 111 and, and engineering 112 and, um, and engineering 111 is what I took this past semester. It's basically like they teach you MATLAB, which is like the programming code that they use in engineering and, 
LabVIEW, which is another program. Um, and LabVIEW you use to make the NXT robots or whatever, like the Lego. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah I, I saw a picture recently. Yeah. They, yeah. They posted for you. And, um, and so... Uh, so yeah, that's basically what goes on, and then that will they also show you videos about the different uh, engineering paths, and like so that you can learn more about what kind of engineering you want to go into, what kind of job you could potentially get from yeah, stuff like that. and and just kind of well, even more than that, like or, what kind of degree you want to get, like uh, okay, specific degrees, yeah, right. like well, because at this point, some people are still undecided, you mm -hmm. know, and mm -hmm. so like they want to like help people realize what they want to do like with there's more potential yeah engineering is very and honestly i i, I and i still know not I, or I i say i know nothing about engineering because every time i ask like is it civil or mechanical and that's all that's about as far as i go as far <laughs> as as far as terminology because i i i have a few well, we have a few friends and like mario leo like they're all in engineering of sorts and then even at the gym i used to work at i'm not i'm no longer there but we had a couple of clients that also, you know, they were in engineering and I, and I, that's as far as I go. It's like, okay, cool. Like, I just know it's pretty cool. And, and, and I know a lot of people that do it. So it's like, cool, you know, good, yeah. good for, good for everybody that does that. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was really fun. I mean, well, I caught on to MATLAB quick. A lot of people struggle with MATLAB, which is why they end up hating engineering. That's fair. Um, yeah, it's T. Oh, okay. From my, from my perspective, it's tedious, <laughs> you know, or I mean, at least it seems tedious. I don't know. For, Cause for me, engineering is building and being very detailed about, okay, how is this, whatever it is, it could be a building, it could be a piece of software, but the engineering behind developing that thing yeah. that you put in your hands. You know. Yeah. And well, and that's kind of what we also talk about that, which is like design process, which is like you, you try to cut down the tedium of it, of it by, making sure you do it right the first time so you don't have to go back mm -hmm. and do it again. Makes total sense. And so, you know, you have like iterations of the design process. I, I forget them, but, um, right. but yeah. Uh, and so we kind of go over that. We go over MATLAB is a really big chunk of it. And MATLAB is fun because it's like exactly how I think it's logical and it's like, it fits perfect. right along with your, <laughs> with your mindset. Yes, it does. <laughs> and I just get it so quickly. Um, lab view is annoying because it's just annoying to work with, but, uh, it's fine. And then, well, the, the best part was working with the robots, the, mm. well, because you use lab view to, to, to like actually program them. Okay. And so like we have these things called flash projects, which are basically like mini little projects where mm. you design the robot to perform a specific What was task. your timeline for that? Like how long was the project? How long did they, they were really they short? Yeah. They were, Pretty yeah. quick. You it was a lot. Cause, cause it was, it started a week before Thanksgiving break and then and then they ended like right as school like our last up until now like basically to yeah your finals. Like, like our last flash project yeah. was the day that school how many like, did you not how many projects was it five okay and so we had five over that course mm, yeah of like a few weeks yeah you know? three weeks maybe yeah and so it was really fast it was like right after you finish one it's like okay you got to start in the other but yeah. The thing, like, they kind of built on each other, though, so mm -hmm. it wasn't that yeah, bad. Yeah, they compound. Yeah, like, like the, well, the first and second one were just programming ones. You didn't have to do the robot. Like, you, have, you didn't actually have to build it. Um, it was just programming with LabVIEW. And um, the third one was building a two-wheeled vehicle that just moves forward and backward. Not that hard. And then... Um, Not that hard for you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna throw it out there because, like you said, like some some students struggled with it. And well, it's, it's no, like art. well, even that, even that though, that wasn't that bad though. Like that, that's one of the more tame ones. And then, 
it starts getting a little bit harder. Well, I'll say, well, walk us through that. So, yeah. so that was one and two. Or the first two were just programming. We're just programming. And, and the third one, you had a two-wheeled thir- front and third back. third one was a two-wheeled and front and back. I think it had a turn, too. Like, it had to turn a specific amount. And then um, uh, the fourth one was it had to be able to detect a table edge. So, like, you had to put a sensor on there that would either detect distance or color. Hmm. And uh, so, basically, you would put it on a table and have it go straight until it reached the edge of the table, then it would back up, turn, and keep going. And then, so it would do that, and it would be able to stay on the table for two minutes. That, that was, like, the goal. And so that was a little bit more complicated, but all you really, if you built your robot right, all you had to do was just add a sensor on the front, which okay. doesn't take that long. And and then programming it is a different story. <laughs> right. But um, And so you your fifth one. And then the fifth one was the hardest one. It was, um, you had to, it's like on the table, and you had to uh, find 10 blocks and move them off the table, like push them off the table and without falling. And you had to do that in two minutes. Oh, that, that, that's tedious. That's, that, yeah. that's very specific. Yeah, that one Gives is you tedious. a lot of time constraints to Yeah, so, so to that, one, that one, we actually had to go through a few design uh, iterations. We started off with... Um, Trying to have the the color because we have a color sensor and an ultrasonic sensor, and so we tried to use the ultrasonic sensor to detect the table distance so that it wouldn't fall off the table. Um, and then we tried to use the color sensor to detect the blocks, but then that didn't work because the blocks were the same color as the table, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so, and also the color sensor is pretty weak, and so we had to switch those out, and then that worked a lot better. Um, we also had to add some, few, uh, add a few stabilizing things so that it wouldn't fall off the table, um, because it was kind of like it would get to the point where it would lean off the table and it wouldn't be able to come back up. Like it, it would try to reverse and it just couldn't. It was like stuck, mm-hmm. and so we had to add a few supports so that it wouldn't do that. And uh, we were able to get it done. What was your t- What was the se- group size? What was the team group uh, size? It was four people. Okay, that's not yeah, I think a few groups had five, but it was mostly four. What's four? What were, what were, like for or class like that? How what was what was the the size of the class? Uh, for me, it was like a bar. It was around uh, 50, 50, 60. Um, but I had an engineering honors uh, section, which is different. So, the honors sections are usually uh, have less people in them. They're usually like fifty, uh, around like fifty people. Okay. And so I think that the larger engineering classes had more, but I'm not sure. Um, I know for sure the the math because my math was also honors, and I had like 50, and a lot of people had like a huge lecture. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So yeah, was, yeah. That, that gets real, that gets real easy, especially if it's like a general math type deal. It's yeah, it's a engineering math. Everybody has to take it. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, anybody uh, take leadership? Take take hold of the of the team. Uh, I tried. <laughs> good, good. That um, okay. I mean, it was it was pretty good. Like, I mean, we we I had a good team. Um, That's good. Yeah. Oh, well, that, that that we can go into that too. Like, you know, how how was the group work? I I know I struggled every single semester with group work. How yeah. was that for you? It, it was it was really good. Um, we we were able to really work together a lot. Um, I I took the robot because well, you you only have one robot per team, right? And so someone has to take it. And I mean, you can switch off, but right. Um, I I offered to take it and um. And so I was the one that mainly kind of focused on the building part because I just had, I just had time. And, and, and to me, it's easier just to do it and like not have to worry about meeting up, you know? Right. And, um, 
And so I, I took care of a lot of it, but they they helped me a lot with uh, tweaking it, you know, right, and like make, right. making it, yeah, making it right. And uh, the programming, I I helped a lot on because um, I I understood it the best. But I mean, everybody was involved in it pretty well. Yeah. So did, did you guys have any like scheduling com- conflicts as far as work? Uh, yeah, there's a lot. Well, because everybody has a different schedule, but um. Our team was well. We got pretty lucky because all all of us have, uh, like, early Friday. Like our Fridays ended early. Okay. So like I think Friday was like our best day to meet up. And then well, also the class is nice because they give you recitation, uh, which is basically like an hour of just you meet with your team and like. So they give you time to work with your team and yeah, that's ju- good. That's just good. in case that your schedules don't right. meet up. Man, at all. man, that's nice. I I don't remember having that. What about you, Eddie? Uh, I, I, it, it's funny. It's always a, uh, it's always funny to me hearing people talk about group work in college. Like it sounds like you, Justin, had a really good experience with your group work, and I'm sure you'll have more group work down the line where you're probably going to have a, a sour experience with. Oh yeah, it's no, bound I, to happen. Sure. Um, but it was it was always funny like uh, hearing people in college talk about like oh like I hate group work, or, like I despise <laughs> group work. And it's like it's so funny thinking back now because that's just reflective of just about any job you're going to hold outside of college. <laughs> right, like exactly. you're you're 99% of the time doing group work at your job unless yeah. you work from home or by yourself or whatever. Yeah. Right? yeah. Especially anything like uh food industry, retail, anything or anything that's popping, especially here in the valley right now, the whole food and retail is really popping here, mm-hmm. which is which is delayed from anything north of San Antonio. Um so yeah, the group and but that in itself is interesting cuz it's like you learn where where you want to go with yeah. that too. Well, well, that's it's so important for engineering. You know, like mm-hmm. that's like where group work is like a huge deal. Right. It's like I think we we had a, a thing about like the companies reported that like eighty percent of the time you're going to be working with like as as in a, in a huge group like that re- is really important. So, right. um, it's just a really important thing that they need to teach us and. And a lot of people don't like it, and I'm just like, I feel bad for you because as soon as you get in your job, you're gonna hate it. Yeah. You know, and that's the biggest. And and to add on to that is like the importance of communication. Yeah, and that that's yeah. the big thing. Cause that's yeah. what I see even now. I'm mean, dealing with the quote unquote workforce now is like you need to communicate. And we we can we can even bring up Jocko and stuff that you've maybe you've uh, uh, been able to use in real time, but. We talked about you know communication up and down chain of command. Yeah. And then someone let's say you you know in this case let's say you took charge of the of the team, and then people learning to communicate or learn not to communicate then they shut down and it's like well your 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 grades probably probably going to be reflective of, yeah. of what's going on. Yeah. No. I uh, well my my communication actually needed work because um I I'm not like I used to not really be good in in teams you know yeah and I used to almost despise it yeah. like no, I, I, I didn't really like it. But I, like, that was one of the things in in the beginning of the year when when they put us in teams, I was like, you know what? Like, that's going to be the situation, though. So, like, I got to get used to it and I got to learn to love it. And so, I mean, I had a good, I had a good team and that was a great part, you know, of of that. And um, they taught me a lot about communication. Like, I I don't know. I just, I, I learned a lot about, like... Um, uh, always keeping like contact with with my team always, and like yeah. always making sure that we're on the same page and making sure we're doing like what we need to be doing. You know, right. making sure we're doing it in a timely manner too. So that's good. Yeah, that that that, and it's funny because we we you've you've touched on Jocko like through through reading it and now 
kind of experience. Yeah, that. now now you're able to actually put that because I even even I'm still going through that. And <laughs> there's actually something on on Jocko for this past week, uh, episode like 105 or something. And the question essentially was talking about uh, working with your boss or something like that. And how like if like in my let's say in my case where Eddie's my boss, <laughs> I told him this because we were in Nashville, and the the statement was more or less was, um, you know sometimes you you need you need to make your boss believe that he came up with the answer, and then yeah. you know using that I'm like Eddie I'm sorry I use it all the time but that's exactly what I do. <laughs> 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 and it, was, it was just it's something for me to laugh about but be, but to be fair and and in all honesty is like it's because the mission is greater than like anything else it's yeah. like. It's like whenever, like when my mindset, whenever I come in is like, hey, and even I've told you like when, we, when we're discussing cover songs for maybe like an hour, like a one hour show, it's more of like, okay, does this fit you as an artist like to the core? Because if it doesn't, then we can probably find one, a better one or, or then just find another one, period. You know, it's not, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. You know, there's, there's thousands of songs that we can choose from. That, that's just an example that I, that I think about. But because it came up on Jocko Podcast this past week and I was like, Eddie, I do that all the time. <laughs> I was gonna mention that um, in in uh, math we also had to work in in groups. There was a how was that? I had to do that too. I didn't there, like it. There was a uh, like uh, it was like biweekly, I think, or triweekly. Like I guess. the meetings were biweekly? No, no, or like like the assignments were. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and so it was just MATLAB, but it was more like the math side of MATLAB, um, like because MATLAB can be used for programming or it can just be used as a calculator, and it was more like as a calculator in that class. Okay. Um, and uh, so they put us in like groups of three and it was like 10 problems every three weeks. And I would go home. <laughs> I say home, but like I would go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that word will change for you. Yeah. Um, but I, I go to my dorm at like the day that it's assigned and I do it all like in that night, even though like we're in teams. Yeah. And I hate that I do that, but like I just didn't. I hate to say it, but I just don't trust anybody else's MATLAB code. I just don't. <laughs> uh, like that's yeah. I I remember dealing with that too. And once I got into my business classes, and I I found that trust was very thin. Yeah, I, I just didn't know. Like I I couldn't trust my team, and yeah. like I don't know. I, I and I know that that's a problem. Yeah. No. I no. I I want to. We can continue on this. But, just finish. Yeah, but, going. but yeah, like, um, so I would do it all, and yeah. and I and I told them like, you know what, like, I'm I'm the type of person that's gonna do it all, just because like I'm that person, but like I want you guys to do it and double check my work, and make sure that I do it right, and so I kind of tried to like, you know, yeah, get them involved, find yeah. a way to get them involved, right? Yeah. Well, see what what happened there is that you feel like you have this very particular skill that you feel is greater than their. Um, skill level with this right so you feel confident in taking ownership on that part of the team to get that done and then allowing them to double check your work just for the sake of the cross-examination right to to make sure yeah but it see i remember doing the same thing in college when it was like well i feel really confidently that i can like knock out like maybe a majority of the group essay or group paper or whatever so just let me do this part and you guys worry about this right so it's just like taking matters into your own hands for like uh, just for the sake of not wanting to fail the project right yeah so it's it's just like contributing what you can to to um to make that stride effort for the team or whatever. You know, yeah. does that make sense? But the problem with that is that that was the whole project or like that was oh. the whole assignment. Yeah. That like that was the only part. And and what I want to bring up because of my experience is that imagine you have to do a forty page paper. Yeah. Like that you have to do in six weeks, and you try to take it all on yourself. 
that was me, my, my capstone class. Mm. Because again, I had thin layer of, because halfway through the deal, I, I then double checked a, fo- a few people's work and I was like, oh my God, this is all wrong or 90% was wrong. So he got even thinner. And at, at some point I started delegating differently. And, but the last 36 hours of, of my entire undergrad, I realized what probably will happen is that as much as I wanted, as much as good as I wanted to contribute, sometimes there are some things that are damn near impossible to do all on your own. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting going through this filter of like going through these yeah. projects and trying to take everything on your own. Cause I, cause I, I went through it too and I still go through it in, in my own, in my own stuff that I'm trying to do and get done. Um, but dealing with something like that where it's like, okay, you have six weeks to do this 40 page paper yeah. and that's a lot of research to, to have, do try to do yourself when you have four people that, I mean, and, and frankly, we, we, and we failed our caps, the essay part. The good thing is that, okay, do you guys have group evals? Uh, no, no. That, okay. And see, that's something that's like, okay, maybe you'll want to work with because there's no group evals with me. I knew we had group evals. So I was like, you guys need to remember that you guys are going to get your grade. Yeah. And like, cause the thing is like my exam, I got an A, you know, all my personal stuff, like I was, I was good to go. Mm-hmm. So I knew that, but I, but I remember encountering the exact same thing of like, okay, I want, I want the group to do well. I want us to do this and that. But at the end of the day for this particular project and the capstone of all thing, you know, my final class of my undergrad. And at some point I realized, you know, at four o'clock in the morning, I'm like, Oh my God, I cannot, I cannot, I think I, I think I over out of 36 to it was like 38 pages, I was able to overview other people's 18 pages. Dang. That's all I got. And, it, and it's, it's more, it's more of giving an example of like trying to figure that out. Cause like, I, I get something that you have to experience to, and I guess there's still, no, there's still no answer. It's yeah. like how, how, and cause what Jocko would say is like to get trust, you got to give more trust and you got to allow it to happen. And in that case, I don't know if there'd be, a, I don't, cause I wonder if there'd be a, not a solution, but uh, a possibility of talking to your professor of, Maybe asking for guidance from your professor as far as, hey, I'm trying to do this. I want to get a good grade. How else could I make this better? And then, and then maybe, like, how else could I communicate to my team? Like, hey, guys, this is our grade. You know, this is a macro grade that's going to affect yeah. us, you know, for this class and whatnot. It's just some, it's just, these are just things that, that cross my mind, too, because it's, it's hard to, at least for me, I mean, it, it's hard to, as, as, good, as much as you want to say, you know, having A's, but yet, you know, you encountering that one project that's going to be like, oh, my God, it's, it's detrimental. But yet, you know, how you know, it's essentially humanly impossible to complete yeah. some tasks, you know, all on your own. Yeah, I worry about the day when that's going to happen to me Yeah, I, uh, because yeah. I know I'm going to struggle. Yeah, My pet peeve is when people don't put up their part of the work mm-hmm. and then it's like directly affecting like the, you know, the timely manner of the situation. Right, absolutely. And I said, I would notice that reflect in my other jobs that I carried, like the situation that comes most notably to mind is when I was barbacking and we had a very long stretched out day, like a 12 hour long event, private event. And, um, so part of my barbacking job was to run glassware back to the bars, right? So they could have all the glassware necessary for the correct wines and for the correct pours and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And before I could run the glasses back to them, the glasses needed to be cleaned, which there's a dishwasher back there, right? He's taking care of all that and a, po- and a glass polisher. He does all that in his job of dishwash and polish. So then I would go get the clean ones from him, but the dirty ones get to him from the bus boys. And there was only one bus boy that day and he was outside taking a cigarette smoke, <laughs> like a smoke break. <laughs> yeah. so. so see, that's something that that's communicated up, 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 up the chain of command saying, yeah. Hey, and, but see, but funny thing is like, we 
me and Eddie know this now in our post college career. It's like it'll be interesting seeing you going through these because this is your first semester. You know, like yeah. like you have you know three and a half years of school roughly, you know, roughly left or whatever. Yeah, and and getting this uh. Because for I mean I, I, at least for me just because it's my it's been my foundation for the past years is like how how Jocko's maneuvering how he maneuvers and like I'm okay I'm trying to do it now but I didn't I didn't have this in college you know I didn't yeah. I didn't have this uh, at least some type of guidance direction you know some type of direction to to say okay how do you well, how do you communicate how do you communicate up the chain of command how do you how do you talk to your professors you know yeah. especially in your first semester like yeah that's all new. And even in any case, you know, it's still work related. You know, it, this is post college, this is post. Uh, it's different. I feel like in college, it's still a little bit different, because, frankly, um, you're still you're still finding yourself as yeah. well. Um, like I, I don't know if I mentioned to you, Justin, but like I changed my degree five times. Wow. I, I started in music, went to kinesiology, and ended in business. And that those were the schools I transferred from. Yeah. But degree wise, it was five degree changes. Wow. So, so that's why when you said that, you know, of course, and of course, because you brought up like there's, there was dogs there. So like, so, that, <laughs> so, so it, it, it clicks for me because I know exactly like, that's exactly what's, yeah. in my opinion, that's what's supposed to happen. You're supposed to go move away from home, learn some things, yeah. you know, experience things, you know, especially the, the diversity part. I know that was a big thing for me. And I, I mean, I had some awesome, uh, Asian friends that I was like, and they talked, you know, they, they talked about how. I call it treacherous because I mean they're, the the tediousness of their families and how strict some of those traditions are. Like mm-hmm. it's like oh you think it's like this but it's actually like this. And then hearing the stories from them personally, it's like oh man, you know it, it takes away the stereotype right away. Yeah, it's very it's very interesting. But um, yeah, no, I'm not gonna lie. There's there there was like a little bit in my mind that was like you know what dogs are pretty awesome, dude. Yeah, I dude I I kid. I mean it's it's a it's an interesting conversation of what gets your attention and what what and, what uh. And you know, it's go from there. like, but, but I had to think about it, you know, and like, just, it's not something that I could see myself like doing like a lot, you know, but engineering is something that's like, yes, like I want to do this. Like every time I come back to it, it's like, yeah, like, right. I know I want to do this, mm-hmm. but like dogs is like, I could see myself doing this as like a hobby. Right. Or and like, or as a second job or something. Yeah. Like that, something. You know? Yeah. Something. Like, and even, even hobbies go, cause I know I'm going through that now. Like we're talking, you know, I, I, I've been, I've been out of school for two years. And even now, I'm trying to find hobbies, not to take up time, but just to take my mind off of the work, you know, whether it's honestly the podcast or the, or the music, which are my main two things right now. Um, and then my, my personal physical training that I'm trying, like goals that I'm trying to accomplish personally, but hobbies, like the one I picked up is photography that I've been doing lately. So it, it so hobbies, are, I, I say hobbies are a good thing. I actually had yeah. this conversation with this girl. She, she's going to UT. She's about done. She's graduating in the spring. Um, but she was, because... One of her friends said, "Hey, so what are you doing after like after graduation? Like it's graduation coming up." She's like, "I have no fucking idea," and I was like, "I'm like interesting, Mike, and Jocko, good, like okay, good. That's why I'm here right now, so we can talk about. It. I mean, and and I, this is the first night I ever met her. It was and it was just when I was for like a birthday party that I was at, but uh, so what my point is like like that. And so so I started with that. I'm like, so what are your hobbies? And she's like, well, I don't have any. I'm like, start with that. I'm like, come back to me, like add me on Snapchat or Instagram or where the fuck what do you what do you want to add me on." And come back to me in, in six months, find a hobby and see see what gets your mind because yeah. more than likely you'll probably be able to turn it into a career or a job, at least for now. Yeah. At least for now. Maybe it won't say forever, but I, I, hobby, I'm learning now as a 26-year-old that hobbies are important. Yeah, I know. And it comes back to, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of it. Um, there's a speaker, Alan Watts. 
I have not. Um, and he has a like little speech uh, called "What What Do You Desire?" I think is what it's called. Um, and it's basically like he talks about because I guess he was a professor, and so he talks about talking to his students about what they want to do in life. And you know, they'll they'll say that they want to be poets or they want to be painters or something like that, and but they can't make any money that way. Mm. And he says, "Well, like." forget the money because like it's something that you really want to do and if it's something that you really want to do you'll find a way to make money through yeah. it you know yeah yeah, yeah. like a- anything you can be interested in someone else is also interested in it and right. they'll pay money for it so don't worry about that just do what you want to do and one of the last lines that he says is that it's an um it's better to live a short it's better to live a short life doing what you like doing than live a long life spent in a miserable way yeah that's that's and, good yeah and, yeah and that ties in because there on, on its own is a dichotomy of of dealing with the push and pull of i love what i'm doing i kind of need money right now yeah and because this briefly came up uh, last week when we were in nashville and the the, the podcast conversation we had because i think john was the one who brought up you know sometimes you just need to work and for john it, it seems like because he works with his hands, so he he needs to work with his hands. Like that's like that's where his grind comes from. Like yeah. you no, know, uh, no matter where he got his degree, now he's doing what he's doing because like he needs to be out in the field doing the mm-hmm. work. You know, and and so that, it's that push a pull of like doing whatever your dream job is, finding an interest, and then you know in, the, in, the, in that example of of uh sorry, the example of you know if you, if you if you find something you like enough, you'll learn how to make money off of that. You know, and and it and I'm I feel like I'm kind of doing that with the podcast. Like I'm I mean, and it's no big deal. Like I like this conversation. I'd rather have this conversation than a no conversation. You know. Yeah. And and I'm not making you know no one's making money off of this. This is just for the sake of, for one communicating, but then hopefully with the conversations that we have and I've had, for the past this is episode forty nine, so forty nine weeks, and you know if people can take out of this and then go do something you know moving with life yeah. go do just move and that and that doing could be sitting and i i deal with this with my younger cousin who's 16 Luis, where like he likes gaming he likes being on youtube it's like you know now i'm trying to get him to ask questions as far as like okay what are you watching on youtube because I, I i'm trying to realize that you know youtube is obviously you can make money off of that right and we've talked about yeah. it briefly but you know okay what topics are actually getting your attention and what can you do with that you know and uh, dealing well, with that. Just also with that, it's like the YouTube videos are interested in kind of like shows you like your interest and like what you want to do because, well, like recently I've been getting into uh, these blacksmithing videos, specifically this one channel, but um, it's just really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know, like I've, I've really become interested in, in like the process of blacksmithing. Yeah. And like, it's just, I don't know, like, so imagine, com- imagine combining engineering with blacksmithing. I'm, I'm yeah. just, I'm just bringing up like stuff because yeah, like, you can compound that. You can yeah. compound that. Um, like honestly, like for me, guitar playing, I felt like I, I would, I, and I still feel like I communicate through my guitar playing. And now communicating literally verbally, it's like, is this compounding from that? You know, it, it's just yeah. a question. It's a rhetorical question, but I mean, I, I'm, I've been coming up with a lot of rhetorical questions dealing with, okay, what compounds what? Like, what have you learned in your past that has helped you now get and obtain whatever you're doing now or get, or get better at it? You know, like in your case where you're saying some of this coding stuff is really easy for you. Yeah. Like something along the lines of the past 18 years for you has probably compounded enough to where now you're learning this new system and it's boom and it's, it's easy. Yeah. It's, it's snapping and, fingers. And, and also that too was like a moment of thought for me was like, do I want to do computer science? Mm. Because then it's like, 
I don't know now because right. computer science is also an engineering, you know, like I'm already on the track. Ab- absolutely. I, like that's definitely something I could do if I wanted to do it. And I really enjoyed MATLAB. Is there any organization that you can join that has computer science? There, there are a lot. Yeah. So maybe, 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 maybe that could be your first step to try out, to yeah. just get a taste of, okay, what is this system? What is this thing? Yeah. And you know, dude, I changed my degree five times <laughs> and, and I only throw it out cause I, I feel like, Maybe an old stigma was that once you get your degree, you have to stay there, no matter what, no matter if you're miserable or not. Yeah. And at some point, I mean, I guess if your purpose, if your goal in college is that important, then you probably will stick it out. But I just know I, I, I move, dude, I moved the degree so fast. You know, it, it's just, I just, I want the option to be there because I feel like that's a vulnerability that people are scared to have. Well, because for me, it's more like I have a goal and like whatever path I can take to get to that goal. I'm fine with right and computer science is still going to get me to the goal that I want to get to you know and so it's like it's but, it may be worth exploring but what am I like it's like what am I going to enjoy doing more is the thing is like am I going to enjoy computer science or am I going to enjoy just have like doing mechanical engineering in general right being, you know it's like still partly computer science mm-hmm. and, you know but you're also working with other stuff too so it's like so know. so what I say here because I've had actually because my cousin uh, he's 16 and right now he's he's he loves football, but his goals are changing because he's actually thinking about joining like I guess the SEC program to get his associates in engineering by you know at the end of the senior year, and so he so he's kind of contemplating and very for me at least from my point of view it's very similar to you, and so like these questions that you have I feel like you should write them down. And just think about them. Like, don't worry about finding an answer right away. You still have time. I mean, you're still going yeah. through your basics engineering classes as well. Mm-hmm. That you know that whatever you're doing right now is not going to affect your degree plan yet. You know. Yeah. And once you get closer, then you know, yeah, I, or at least I feel confident that you'll you'll have a more definite answer. Maybe you'll stay. Maybe you'll go. And and at least for my what I see my job as to tell you that that it's all good. You know, like, and that and that's something I told him because he's considering the army. I'm like, just remember, you're gonna get a lot of flack, but that's okay. If it's, if this is what you want, then I'll, you know, I'm going to take it to the recruiting office myself, you yeah. know, whatever. Like I'm, I'm, I'm only here to help him excavate like what we're doing right now, mm-hmm. raise up these questions that, cause you're contemplating, is it going to get you to your goal? Yes. Cool. And then whatever extra questions you have, it's okay to spend the time, especially when you have a month, you have a month from now before yeah. you go back to school. And even then you don't need an answer until like maybe next year, you know, yeah. like you have time. And that's the cool thing is that we, ha- we, you, and even me and Eddie, we have time, whatever questions we have. Write them down, think about them, lay on them, go to sleep on them, you know, whatever. And just, you know, it's okay to think about things mm-hmm. like this. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, it's like, well, what else are you going to do? You know, at least for me, that's what I think. You mm-hmm. know, what, I mean, why not? Why not think about it if you have some time? Yeah. You know, we're, and, me, you know, I'm on Snapchat a bunch. I'm on Instagram a bunch. Like, for that time that I'm spending there, you know, you just think about these questions and a few questions that you have. That's all I think about with you because it's very, it's very similar to, to having these contemplations and I don't know uh, if you felt maybe you felt obligated to stay on the, stay on the path stay on this direct path of like let's just say mechanical engineering and like no I'm going to do this because this is what I said I was going to do so I'm going to do it where it's like and this is the Jocko thing is like well you get new information and now you're going to get you're going to get a ton of new information yeah, throughout your yeah. whole college experience and it'll be interesting to see what, what happens. Yeah, and, and this is only our second conversation, so we have you know we have at least three more years of conversations to go, <laughs> which will be interesting on its own because we'll, yeah. we'll see where we're at then. Yeah, that'll be interesting. But, uh, Eddie, you got any questions for for Justin as far as like maybe his experience at um, 
maybe anything that's been drawing you. Man, I was kind of drawn into uh, what we were talking about earlier. If you would, like, don't mind coming back to it, yeah. the um, the whole idea of like the culture shock you're talking about, the religious prominence on campus, and then the uh, the um, large population of, of white people on campus as well. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I was you were t- I was hearing you talk about it, and I was remembering my experience because I went to a private Christian school in the in the freaking Bible Belt. Mm-hmm. So like, um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, um, it's funny because like down here in the in the valley we have mostly uh, a primarily Hispanic population and it's very rare to see someone outside of two races. It's like you either see a lot of Hispanic people or you see Filipino people. Like that's like yeah. the main two races that are down here for the most part. So to see anybody outside of those two cultures for me was like weird as hell until I got used to it. But so I remember white culture being a, a super big culture shock to me because I just wasn't used to being around people that weren't Hispanic and then and it's I'm not trying to like stereotype but like every culture has like their thing and the way that they go about carrying themselves and it's just different like yeah. they they walk a different um like a different line than than uh, than other cultures do so it was just very different to adjust to like that kind of lifestyle and well obviously they're they're very big in population so it's like kind of dominating the the space around us but anyway um, so there was that. That was a culture shock for me. And then the other culture shock for me, probably more than that, was the uh, the religious prominence on campus and the amount of people that were picking their hands up for Jesus. So <laughs> it's like, because uh, like the the primary religion for uh, Hispanics is is going to be mostly um, uh, Catholicism, mm-hmm. right? Roman Catholic. Right. Yeah. So um, and I feel like Catholicism is a very quiet religion. It's not like a boastful religion necessarily. There's not a lot of physicality in it other than you're sitting down and standing up like 5,000 times in, in one <laughs> service. Yeah. But, um, you know, and then the occasional kneel for the, for the praying. But, like, it's, it's very, to me, like, Catholicism feels very closed off in the sense that, that we don't really talk about it with each other. It's, it feels more like a personal experience that we're sharing together somehow. Yeah. yeah. But, well, um, dude, I, I like that you said that because what I'm thinking about now is funny how we were raised going to church and going to CCD. And our experience with religion now, it's still a prince. It's still, regardless of let's and this this is very generalization, but as much as we try to run away from it, we come back to it in one or or it comes back to us. Yeah, you know we we and I I feel like John would go that route. He would say you know it maybe maybe it comes back to us. I had a conversation with him and he brought up how forty did, like the concept of forty is a big number for him and like that, that you know any type of bad habit that he's tried to break. It's work with forty, you know, number forty. Yeah, and so it it makes it makes me think because Eddie, you went to a private uh, uh, Christian, sorry, Christ, yeah, private Christian school. You know, Justin, you you're getting influenced again into this, you know, these religious uh, or religion. Uh, I'm trying to think of how I would say this. Uh, just uh, I don't know how to say it. Uh, uh, I guess re- religious influencers. I don't know. I don't know. That's not. That's not where another right. What I'm thinking of. I'm just thinking of like you're being influ- You're being uh, approached again. Yeah. By religion in general, regardless of how how we thought we felt, because I I feel the same way. Where you know, especially once I started working and everything and gigging at the same time, where I stopped going to church as often as I, as I used to, and thinking like, okay, maybe it's just you know, it's become passive about it, but yet. It, it the principles come back at some point. And even now, last year, Eddie bought me the book, Wad at Heart. 
it still ties in principle. This year I read Captivating, ties in principle. Power of Myth is the general, you know, the general edition of all religion. You know, uh, Joseph Campbell in that conversation with uh, Bill Moyers. And uh, so to me, it's, it's interesting how that, the principle is still around no matter how far you try to run away from it. Yeah. The the problem that I do have to, or not problem, I guess, but like the thing I do have to point out with the people who are very loud and outspoken about their religion is that it, sometimes it feels like social media to me in the sense that like they're only putting forth the image that they want you to perceive. Absolutely. But, I, I don't uh, disagree. Yeah, yeah but under the, under the water, those little web duck feet are just are shaking. Like I, I feel like everyone's going through their own going through their own thing. I can't, di- but I can't disagree with that because, mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of the whole thing of like the whole question at, question. But at, at least that's what I'm finding with myself. And because originally, to to maneuver the podcast, you know, Tim Ferriss talks about how did he solve things. He he asks better questions, and for me, it's like I'm going as deep as okay, something like this where you know people are putting up this front on social media, which social media is now giving people to put up a front. And even trying to deal with that now. And Eddie brought up last week where, you know, uh, two weeks ago he was in his truck laying down, taking a break. And it's like, well, because that's what Eddie's doing right now at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, taking a break and sleeping in his truck. And so uh, it, it, it's it's interesting. And that's where I guess where one, that's where I'm tailing uh, some of the some of the podcast direction because it's like I'm, I'm learning myself how important uh, really personal questions are, are to to us as individuals, but then how important also our past is and how, like I said, bringing up compounding again is how how influential that could be and how that is. And, and then tying it again to the full circle of religions here. Like it's it, whatever the deity, the God, whatever that is, it, it's we're, we're in that circle again through different things. As, as far as we thought we could leave, like, like Eddie going to Nashville for school. And yet, you know, the, the principles there, yeah. you know, Justin going to college, the principles there for me, these past two years, reading a lot of heart, reading captivating, um, the principle is there. And, and it's interesting because I feel like also we have so much access to information that we, we can get, we can, we can add up so many details and, and sometimes people lose sight of the principle. So then they, they drift off. And I think it's more of a mental drift than actually drifting off. Cause then we end up back at the principle. Yeah. Which is interesting to find. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I I just want I want to say that because it's it, I don't know. It, uh, um, I just feel like like as far as we've drifted, you know, even me and Eddie, um, in this because I said it, for me, at least for me, because I'm, I'm now I'm uh, now I'm a godparent, multi, you know, times two, um, with my my younger cousin. Well, both my younger cousins, and uh, it's just, I don't know. I guess for me, it's just more of a tie-in, like of yeah. like you know, as, as far as we thought we drifted, it's it's still there. Yeah, no well, what. I also wanted to talk about um, my my uh, mom. Mm-hmm. She uh, like if I ever have a stressful test coming up, or uh, or something, you know, she she always tells me like uh, just make a like make a prayer beforehand and like right. Honestly, that's like one of the things I I don't like. You just like right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, because and like, and obviously, mom tells me the same thing, right? But not what tests is whatever I'm going through now. Yeah. But I've come to really appreciate that now, and I do it all the time now because um, if not, I'll become super control freak over things that <laughs> over things that I have no control of. Okay. So just letting it out for me is like is the yeah uh, no finish your point. I was go. I was gonna say that I hate like I don't hate it, but I strongly dislike yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you, you're uncomfortable be, because. It's like it's basically saying that like oh like don't like you don't have to do it 
like let God do it. And it's like, no, it's like, it's going to be me. Like I, I have to work to make sure that I right. do well on this. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree. It's like, I'll, I'll pray after the exam, whenever it's like, whenever it's passed, it's like, okay, now it's in God's yeah. hands. Like now, yeah. like I've done everything I can do. And like, right. I shouldn't worry about I, it. Anymore. I think, I think that's where a lot of, there's a lot of gray area there. Cause I, I completely agree with like, okay, you know how much you can do, but part I struggle with always, no matter what I could have, I could have like this, like the, the final paper I was talking about earlier, 36 pages. I could have stayed awake for a week trying to do this thing. And still, for me, my, my issue is, could I have done more? It's like, yeah. well, how do you stay up? Let's say, for example, how do you stay up past four or five days you know, of work? And I'm saying that's, that's my personal struggle. And yeah. even to this day, it's like, could I have done more? Probably. Even if I would have killed myself in the process. Yeah. And so, like, but, so I get that. It's like, yeah, you, if you know, and that's something that I'm, like I said, I'm working on. It's like, if you know that you have done everything you possibly can, then after that's where the gray area gets pushed away. Cause I think I guess like I I'm, I'm on the same boat of, okay, now you can say, okay, I'm, I'm done. And I can, I can just wait, you know, wait for that exam test or whatever, whatever it may be. And, and I was going to say that, um, and like one of the quotes that I have, I have a little quote wall. I'll go Good. over it. Maybe. Um, well, yeah, you'll need, you'll need a quote for the end of this. Okay. Episode. But one of the quotes is, uh, no one can stop you if you don't stop yourself. Mm. And yeah. I like that one because it's like, as long as I keep going, like no one can stop me. Right. You know? Absolutely. So and it's interesting. Cause that's what Hitler thought too. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Hitler quote? One thing, cause this is funny. Cause this, this tells in for me when I moved back, I was at, when I moved back here to, to the Valley, this was two years ago, um, the, the, the topic of religion came up and I was asked, well, do you believe in free will? Or do you believe in God's will? And I said, well, honestly, and this, and I've, I've, and this is accumulation of the past two years. I said, well, if, if God is everything, then free will is God. So same, but, but to me, it's the same thing. I, and, and interesting enough, I've only gone through the introduction of four loves, but he talks about how language is so important. And that, that's my key. That's my thing right, right now, especially communicating verbally, not just musically, um, is language is so important. So it's like, and it's, it's the conversation I've had with my mom. Cause she's like, well, you need to, you need to pray to God. And, and this, I'm like, okay, mom, but do you understand my point is that if, if God is everything, if God is, is this conversation right now of, of wanting to do good and wanting to get better, then isn't everything tied into that? Like, isn't, isn't this okay as well? And it, and it, and of course it's a whole, it's a whole generational thing. Like, it, I mean, it's, yeah. and it's just something that I bring up to her and, and we, and we've, we've gone through our conversations and now they're way healthier, which is really awesome. But I think about that because the whole, the, the intention of prayer, um, I think is it is important as Eddie also mentioned. It's just it's just the timing of, of okay okay did did you act did are you in your own mind did you, are you sure you did your best or did the most you could do, and then at some point then you then you do have to release it because um, you'll go crazy. I know I go I go crazy. What what irritates me is whenever I like whenever the time has passed and I know I didn't do my best. Like yeah, that when, happens too. Like like whenever I know that I could have gone harder or like i could have studied harder i could have like put more time into this yeah. and like i could have done better and that that's that's what irritates me a lot it, and i honestly i don't say i feel it should because it, it's i run into the same thing but i guess given the circumstance and again this is your first semester of college so you you have you have to still go through that stuff and knowing what really ticks you because if it ticks you enough then you'll actually improve yeah and that's something. I mean, we still do it now. I mean, we're we're twenty six years old. We're still doing it now. <laughs> you know, like like we're almost ten, almost ten years older than you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's stuff that it's like cool. Like you're realizing this, and that's that's the thing. Like sometimes sometimes people 
we'll realize something, but then they put it off. And then they do it again, and they're like, well, and then, and so let's just say, you, let's say you do that four times. Let's say you go through that experience four times. I'm like, well, I, I, I will then say, well, obviously, it doesn't tick you enough to make you want to improve that. Yeah. And if it does, then you will. And there, and honestly, and because I, I went through it, is like some there would be some things where it's not enough tick. <laughs> you know, it's not <laughs> enough tick. It's like, eh, I got my grade. I did okay. Okay, I can just I'll die. Yeah. It's gonna bother me, but I'm gonna just you know go about it was, something else it was interesting going from the that, that reminds me because it was interesting going from the uh like high school mentality of i have to get 100 mm-hmm. to keep my rank it, to college of okay as long as i get an a yeah 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 no, <laughs> and even that in itself is kind of a relief but you know you you, you still tussle with it yeah because you and that's the biggest thing because i know i had some college uh, friends as well where they were they were i'm like guys you need a 91. Like, you're good. Like, you know, like, because it's, it's the same thing. But it's interesting um, because it, I, I think it phases people in different ways of 100, 100, 100, 105, whatever, you know, especially, you know, as, as you accumulate AP points and all this other stuff. Yeah. To you only need an A. An A is a four. You know, there's no <laughs> higher than a four. In college, there's no higher than a four. And that's where, yeah. I, that's where I was able to release myself, where it's like, I got a 90, yeah. square. See you. You know, I'll see. You. I'll probably never see you again. You know, whatever. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, yeah. It's 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 cool to. I don't know. But, I, go ahead. Well, it's yeah. also interesting because it brings up like the Chris Kyle thing of like aim small, miss small. You yeah. know. So if you're aiming higher than an A, you're gonna get like you're gonna you're not gonna stray far from that. Right. Yeah. So like, even though I know I only need an A, I try to still do like. I try to get hundreds on exams. Right. And uh, and like And that's where the dichotomy that's where the dichotomy well, well, see that's where the dichotomy is. So so but uh, but because because in striving to get 100, you will cont- you will keep that knowledge. You know, it, as opposed to okay, I only need an idea. I'm only going to str- let's just say your teacher gave you an exam, they gave you the answer key, study this test verbatim. And it's going to be exactly the same, same answer questions, same one through, let's say 10 questions. One through 10, it's A, B, C, D, A, B, C, D, whatever. You learn that and you figure out, oh, I only need 90. So you're, you're only going to learn nine of them instead of 10. And you, you're going to learn all 10. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're, it's only going to make you better. That, that, that there, to me, is a good long-term thing. That's, gonna, it's, that's a compounding thing of like keeping that. So there's good, that's a, that's a mental dichotomy of fighting yeah. with yourself of like, okay, I only need an A, but I want 100. Well, there, there's gonna be a give and take. Now, I think, I think, where the give and take will be is, um, frankly, like your rest time and like uh, balancing your time with yeah. like, okay, I want to get a hundred, but I also have two exams in the same day. Well, you, you, and I'm not saying to compensate. I'm saying, ra- I guess, be reasonable with yourself to not be so hard on yourself to say, okay, yeah. I have two tests today. I want to do my best on both of them and do do absolutely all you can for both those tests and and that reminds me of uh i was listening to jordan peterson and um i took his five personality test or whatever nice i did too um and i'm high in conscientiousness Mm -hmm. and i was listening to him talk about people who are high in conscientiousness and um and he was saying that they're very likely to uh basically work till they die if someone doesn't stop them like they they will like work themselves to death and like if they don't like, or if they don't feel like they're going to do well or something, you know? Right. And so I, I like knowing that I try to control myself, you know, like I try, I try to not like, uh, I guess give into that where I just have to work and work and work, you Mm -hmm. know? But I mean, I still try to want to do 
you know, well on an exam or something. Right. But I do have to control myself. Yeah. And, and uh, again, but t- what you just said, conscientiousness, it's being conscious and yeah. physically like not doing, you know, okay, I let's just, let's just say you study for eight hours. You probably need a lunch break, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, because that happens. And the, the cool thing, well, I, and like I said, there's push and pull in all of this. The cool thing that I like whenever that would happen to me in college was that, man, this topic really interests me. Like I'm willing to, to sit here for eight hours in the library by myself and just, and get this board and, uh. And write all day, you know, around this on the expo board and just do that. So that's a yeah. cool part. But then, because uh, this was even came up in, in the four loves of, of you know, whenever you get sick, you have uh, usually you get the lack of appetite. You know, but yet you're a human. You need to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 that's one of the things that that stuck with me. And it's fresh right now because I just read it last night. So it's like really, it's prominent and it ties into this. You know, it's interesting because uh, Eric Thomas has a. Um has a video or a speech or whatever. And he talks about how, if you want to be successful, sometimes you have to forget to eat or like, sometimes you have to get to the point where you forget to eat. Yeah. And like, that's, I, I can see that because yeah. I, there's sometimes where I do forget to eat and like where, where I will keep studying and then I'll be like, Oh crap, I didn't have lunch. <laughs> right. So, so when you say, Oh, I, and th- you know what, what I think now, because it's a, it's the same concept for me. It's the same concept as you, you're supposed to go grocery shopping when you're not hungry. Because you'll buy the right foods. So if you're able to work until you're not hungry, you're actually going to be more prominent, more prone to eating uh, better food. Wow, that's a good point. Didn't so so I, at least I tie that in because it, to me it's, it's very, it's very uh, corollary. Yeah. Man, it's funny how uh, like different situations call on for different appetites. I find that like kind of funny to me. It's kind of like getting on, like maybe like somewhat uh, on a, on another degree of, the, of that topic of eating and when you're hungry, not hungry, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I remember as, as about like a couple of weeks ago, I was talking to this guy um, who was a local musician, and he was talking about how he like really like struggles like traveling on the road or being in the van or whatever because he just like will you know eat too many chips and then feel like totally like off you know kilter or whatever because he's eating a whole bunch of junk food or whatever (laughs) because of the situation he's in because he's on the road Mm -hmm. and i was just kind of like really i was like do you not have like self-control like can you like not eat chips like i mean you know what i mean (laughs) like we don't when we're on the road like we don't we don't get anything unhealthy necessarily we might get like crazy right we don't get anything too crazy like i might like get a red bull for like you know to stay awake or a coffee to stay awake but like um, or, uh, or you occasionally get like, a, you know, a little bag of Sour Patch yeah. Kids so we can just have that little bit of sugar yeah. to keep going. You know, what's funny because what I think about when you're bringing up that is that when, for, at least for musicians, uh, any, I guess maybe anybody that travels like lengthy times for throughout the whole year is travel will bring out your, your vulnerabilities. Mm. So, so it's, it's because like, are, are you not strong enough? Probably not. <laughs> you know, like, and that and the thing is that's that's okay. Now the the next step is to okay, are we gonna work on this, or are we just gonna just continue eating yeah. chips and you know not move? You know. Well, another thing that I've kind of realized is the exercise that that whenever mm. it's something that Jocko talks about is that when you when you work out every day, your body starts wanting the right food. Yeah. You know. Agreed. It's like your body's gonna start craving food that will actually give you Do energy. Good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I so. I kid you not, and this is this is just a plug because like I just barely tried it yesterday. Chipotle, I had it for the first time yesterday with me and my cousin. My cousin didn't want to do it, and I I haven't been putting it off. But if I say what I I basically have been putting it off, not on purpose, not intentionally, I guess. But tried it, and it's like it's fresh. The meat is good. It's like oh shit, I just found my new lunch. Like, <laughs> my lunch. and it's cheap too. It's like seven thirty five for a bowl, 
And it's it's rice, beans, a meat of your choice. There's like four different meats, and then lettuce and cheese. Like at least that's what that's what I get. Like yesterday I got steaks, I wanted to see the meat, and then today I got chicken, and it was freaking legit. I'm like, okay, this shit, and it's like mo- I say moderately because you're still eating rice and you're still having cheese. Cheese is good for you, but the rice is still like you know it's still a grain. Yeah. So it's eh, but the rest of it, you know, beef or any type of meat, beans, lettuce, cheese, you're you're fucking you're you're good to go. Um, but no, yeah, it, it, it's all, it's all tied in, dude. It's all, <laughs> um, I'm going to have to wrap it up here. We're going to, we're going to continue this conversation before you leave. We'll, we'll do this again. Have some, I have some questions or anything. I'm going to pull uh, up my, yes, pull up your quote. We're going to, we're going to come back and, uh, reconvene for, okay. before you go back to college. Hold on. This part of the program is brought to you by Chipotle. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yeah. Plug because it's freaking good. I don't even care. It's good. They're not paying us to say this. It's no, just <laughs> no, they're really not. I've actually never had Chipotle. Dude, it's, it's tasty, it. man. Try it, dude. <laughs> and and the cool thing that I like, like let's let's say compared to compared to Subway, is no bread. Like to me, it's like the equivalent of Subway with no bread. Yes, you have the rice, but it's very minimum. Okay. All um, right, hold on. <laughs> before okay. so before yeah so we're 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 gonna sign off here. We're gonna have one more episode before Justin goes back. So uh, we'll be doing that. Uh, Movingwithlife.co. All of all of the. Material that has been talked about or thought about will be is on there on that webpage, eddiesignsmusic.com. Buy 17 hours, stream 17 hours. It's on everything music that you can think of. Uh, when I was young, is at 53. Yes. On the on the T3R Texas Regional Radio Report. Yes. So it's climbing, which is freaking insane. It's going <laughs> into 2018. It's it's, it's been awesome. a, it's been a it's been a crazy past couple of weeks because it. Like it started out like climbing, like you know, bit by bit, two, three at a time during the week, and then the occasional fallback of two or three or whatever. And then the past like three weeks, two out of the past three weeks, it's climbed like eleven spots those weeks. Dang. So it's like it, it's doing one of those exponential curves on the graph right now. A little bit freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Justin will leave us with a quote, and okay. we'll see you guys. I do not know who said this quote for <laughs> the record. All right. Uh, if you fall in love with the process, eventually the process will love you back.